Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Fix your motherfucking face! Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Can't believe you just made a beer money reference before the show started. I mean, how could I help it? I'm surprised you hadn't done it yet. What's the name of the movie that we're watching today? Blood Money. Blood Money! It works! That team would be... You're not going to get this reference. That team would be Bobby Roode and Gangrel. I do get the reference. I know who both of those wrestlers are. And it's Robert Roode. Excuse me. Well, it's Bobby Roode. No, but it's, but it's Robert Roode now. If you correct me after everything I've done for you today, <laughs> then oh, you man. can go fuck up a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it is November 15th, 2022. You're going to hear that date next week as well because it's a rare case where we're going to be recording two episodes in preparation for Julian's birthday, Thanksgiving, an action-packed weekend. Um, action-packed week for that matter. So we have an action-packed night two episodes for you uh, to get through because if you're new here we watch random movies and we talk about it as we talk about our lives and today was the best day of my life <laughs> no no it's probably third <laughs> third second today just kidding it's in the top 10 just getting the tickets? Yes, because, yes. What's the actual concert going to be? Above it. But for right, it might replace it. But for right now, until that happens, it's like a really great moment. Today was the day that Taylor Swift pre-sale tickets went on sale. For the Eras tour. And Samantha, who is barely a fan, didn't even get the, the pre-sale code got like I did. I got waitlisted. I got no waitlist whatsoever. I just... Scooted right on in to get tickets. Uh, by that I mean scooted in to getting the code, not scooted in that I was in the virtual queue for almost five hours in the midst of people getting paused, of it just not moving. Of So many times I was like, I'll just refresh. It'll be fine, right? Just left it alone, trusted the process, got in, moved faster than a jackrabbit on a date, and just... We just kept clicking. Oh, these aren't available? Click here. You click, click two there. tickets, then you go check out, and it's like, they're not there. Click. So on the third try, got them. We're in nosebleeds. Don't give a fuck. We're in the building. So in May, we'll be in Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial to see uh, Taylor Swift for you. And Phoebe Bridgers for me. That's the only reason I was working so hard on this was I didn't care about you being happy. I, I've been waiting to see Phoebe Bridgers as well. So it's a win-win uh, for our 10-year anniversary, a couple weeks after the fact. So, uh, yeah, it was... It was a needed 
win. Po- a needed win. It was a win. We needed that win. Yes, because the past week had not had many of them. Yeah. Uh, number one, the movie we're about to talk about. Number two, the second movie we're going to... No. No, no. Uh, well, we... Kind of. On Friday... I, I went to go see two movies. You only saw one. We'll get to those in a second. But we've also been in the process of buying a new car and selling ours. And, of course, we have a car that, like, is one of, like, two that can't be sold through CarMax the way we want to do it. Yeah, they don't let the dealers, the the manufacturer dealership don't let the lease be bought. Yeah. By anyone other than the owners of the vehicle or... Leases, so it just so we've just is been stressed about that and um, the storm last week. I think we recorded prior to the what was last week's episode was Rocket Man. We yeah. did, yeah. So that would have been in the books and already done. We no, were anticipating the storm. No just issues, like, no problems. Thank goodness. Easy peasy. Yep. Um, and then I had a long weekend because it was Veterans Day. So being the good dad that I am. I spent my day off taking my daughter to go see Lyle Lyle Crocodile in theaters. Because also we have it for our fantasy movie league, and we got we get the, the bonus points for it. But also, I knew she wanted to see it, and I was like, it, it can't be that bad. Um, and it wasn't. Oh, it's, really? It's pretty comparable to Clifford the Big Red Dog in terms of like... You hated that movie! I, I like Lyle Lyle Crocodile more um, than Clifford the Big Red Dog, because I also didn't have a frame of reference for like... The character, like you haven't read those it, books, and it was wild. This movie, I mean, was it was about a singing crocodile. What do you expect? Absolutely bonkers. N- Spoiler alert: half the movie, I thought the crocodile and Constance Wu were gonna bang. Um, I didn't expect Scoot McNary, who I've been <laughs> talking with the Podfather Rip Cabellucci and trashing privately because he's who goes to see a movie for Scoot McNary. Nobody. He's the dad in the movie and just so out of place. Javier Bardem's just fucking going for it. It's 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 kind of crazy. So I said all those people, right? Brett Gelman is the main villain. Brett uh, Gelman's having a great time. Ego Odom's in it. Uh, there's somebody else notable that I was going to mention who's in it as well. Uh, yeah, it's it was something. She loved it. I, keep, I have not put the music on uh, her playlist for Amazon yet, so I need to fix that. Then, later that night, the three of us went back out to the theater for the opening night. The first time we've been to like an opening night movie in quite some time, and it didn't feel like it at all. Uh, we went to go see Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And what did you think? It was good. It was not as good as the first one. It... I missed... Chadwick Boseman. Sure. I mean, if you if you didn't, there's something serious. Well, wrong no, with but it. not just like on a personal level, but as a presence. Sure. In these films, I was not a fan of the movie at all. I thought it was a dour mess. Just it was. I, Look, she, it needed it needed to be. A memorium. It did. But a three-hour memorium that's trying to do a lot of other stuff just was not for me. I kept wanting to check my phone and be like, yo, is this almost over? Mm. Like, I thought it. the story was terrible. I thought it looked messy. I think it didn't do anything particularly well or forward-thinking beyond 
you know, honoring Chadwick at the beginning and at the end of the movie. Um, yeah, was not... I'd probably put it in my bottom five or ten MCU movies if I were to make, like, a full list. Yeah, I think I think the same. I think the same. I, I mean... It just I, wasn't, it wasn't fun. I, I, I was sitting there and was just like... Like, I go to see these movies to have fun. Yeah. I'm, and I'm not asking for an endgame, like, a, a lot of people's critique about more modern or recent MCU movies is a joke a minute, right? Like, it, it's not serious enough. Like, this was too serious, and there was no balance struck at all. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I just didn't think that... I just didn't think that they did a good job introducing the villain. Most people say that that was their favorite part. Um, oh, really? It, it, was, it was fine. I, yeah, I just, I just wasn't, wasn't into it. I mean, the parts that I resonated with the most and that I felt like were the, the best parts of the movie were um, Angelica Bassett. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. And her, you know, from a mother perspective mm-hmm. um i like that and i also like i got like the iron heart stuff but i didn't really get the iron heart stuff like they didn't the sh- really like shoehorned in yeah it was like exactly that could have been anybody like that didn't well, need to they have, be they have a fucking disney plus show coming out end of next year so I, it's like I, I, we got to jump it off somewhere under- and it's yeah i understand whatever. i just didn't think that it really fit yeah, it, didn't, it, didn't. It, it didn't fit at all and i think that she that was the macguffin it. of the movie uh and that one's actually legit so go fuck yourself uh, what? Nothing. I can't take your gimmick? N- no. Okay. Just wait, I'm going to take another one. Go on. No, not right now. When you least expect it. No, I'm a, I know exactly what you're going to do, because I'm probably going to try to do the same thing. So let's get to the movie. Uh, so those two movies I watched, and then we turned around and watched next week's episode, uh, which is Jillian's birthday movie that she picked, The Grinch, just in time for the holiday season, the uh, Illumination 2018 version. And then finally, we drew it back when we moved into the house in July or August. Didn't even really think we owned it. <laughs> and it was in a separate box from the rest of the movies because I had bought it at Big Lots for $3. I paid $3 for this. I... I should go take this back without a receipt and be like, can I return this, please? Because I They'll really could use this $3 for something else. It's open. No, they won't. We watched Blood Money. Blood Money. Just as funny the first time. Yes. Yawns don't count, right? Uh, it depends on when you yawn. <sighs> okay. A new martial arts superstar is born. What? Called, quote, the next Bruce Lee, international martial arts sensation Zhang Lu explodes on the screen in his motion picture debut. That makes sense. Trained at the famed Shaolin Academy, Zhang has amazed people with his incredible array of fighting and weapons skills, including the unbelievable ability to break steel bars over his head and throw steel pins through sheets of glass without breaking them. That's what he does in his off time. <laughs> they're pigeonholing it in the movie? Get through the back of the box. Okay. Where'd they go? Zeng plays a Shaolin warrior who turns to crime after his parents are killed and sister kidnapped, becoming a hitman for Hong Kong's notorious triad crime syndicate. When an international drug deal goes bad, well, that's what happened, the 
The triads and Colombians unite forces to have Zhang killed and the hunter becomes the hunted. Also featuring rap superstar Pitbull and Hong Kong film legend Gordon Liu, Kill Bill 1 and 2, Blood Money is a rib-smashing action thriller where all the fight sequences are done without special... Oh! Without, are done without stuntmen or CGI. That's I, that, I knew it was coming, and I was getting ready to yell, that that's bullshit! There's so much bad CGI in this movie! Real action, real fighting, real contact. That's one! That's 25! And then, But it's your turn next, right? But I have to read The Grinch successfully. Okay. So I'm fucked. So we were tied? I thought I was up one no, still. No, you were tied. 24 to 24. And now you're at 25. If I lose because of blood money... Ooh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna brush this. We're never gonna watch this again. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Can I just break this box right now with my bare hands? Sure. Ah! Hi, uh, Best Buy. I bought this for $3. Can I return this, please? I can't believe I was so close, but I, I knew, I knew what was you coming. You knew it was coming, and you. You just it just got the better of you. Oh, we can still play this. Oh, the Blu-ray's still in there, so <laughs> we're actually good. We're fine. Um, I knew that the movie was going to say a bold-faced lie on the packaging. I mean, it, it has said several bold-faced lies on the packaging. Let's get into it. Oh, hold on. Uh, no, yeah. well, the next Bruce Lee would yeah, be one. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. You notice I didn't attribute that quote to anybody. It's in here. Oh, some guy named Daryl. That's who it <laughs> So we've watched a lot of bad movies on this show. Why? Why is that? Because I love bad movies. Oh, you do. I do. So this is your fault. It is. Ah. And I, I I've said it on the show before. There is a difference between a, a so bad it's good, fun bad movie, and just a movie that's just bad. Scrawl that we watched last year was one of those examples where it was like, yeah, it's a great movie. <laughs> this is so bad. It's so bad, it's so funny. It's incomprehensible. No, it was very straightforward compared to this movie. Joe, you can go away because you're Samantha that's a little sleepy. Um, Yeah, what about? (laughs) And this, aside for like three or four moments Mm -hmm. where it is like I laughed out loud because I'm like, come on, that's ridiculous, is just a offensive mess. And I don't mean offensive just because the main character is called the G word and the F word and there's all kinds of, you know, questionable racism things. It's offensive that they even made it. That Best Buy would have this in their store. It's offensive they would put Pitbull second build on the cover when he's in the movie for a minute. He's holding a gun in this picture? He's in the movie! He doesn't have a gun in the movie. What would Blood Money 2 be? Probably just the same movie over again because <laughs> you can't convince me that this was not a front for something. Like this was the this is the most elaborate money laundering scheme. You know what I they did with that three dollars? You know what you know what they did with that three dollars that they got from you? What? Nothing. No, this went into like some uh what's from Accelerator Films. Yeah. It went into some like XLF Inc. LLC. XLF, the, the, the XFL. That's right. It's a limited liability corporation and it's incorporated separately. Um, They're doubly insured. Um, look, this movie opened with terrible. 
This movie started yeah. with a quote that they didn't even attribute to anybody. You know, like normally you see a quote, like even as a joke, like I think Talladega Nights opens with like some quote about speed, and it's like, oh, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, like ah, hee hee, you know. This movie opened with a long ass quote and just didn't tell you who it was. No, no, they didn't, and and they had like background, terrible background sounds, like the X Files, and there was like a uh, like a choir singing. And then a guy's just laying in fire. It was like... Yeah, was that supposed to be him? I don't know. It's never explained. Chris, nothing is explained. Chris, nothing's explained in this movie. There are so many characters, and I so many. didn't know... I think I wrote it Who was point. who. What did I write? I wrote in my notes. And where we were following... This movie has more characters than insert, insert joke here. I was trying to pay attention and hear a character name no. or figure out who somebody was. I didn't have time to write the joke. We heard, like, the, the, main, the main villain, Esteban. Esteban? Esteban, I think. Esteban. We heard his name. It was like, who the fuck is Esteban? And then like, he comes up, and it was like 45 minutes <laughs> into the movie. Shut the fuck up. It was like 50 minutes into yeah, the Yeah, it was like 50 movie. minutes into the movie. Meanwhile, the main character didn't speak for... I wrote it 37 minutes into the movie is when the main character says his first line. His first line. And like the first thing that you see, I think it was him laying in the fire and then he just spit a dart at somebody's There's head. so much spitting in this movie so too. spitting. Everyone like... Spit? As soon as people's like mouth get thing? untaped or they're angry about something, they're spitting in someone's face to show them like how mad they are. I mean, are. have you ever spit in somebody's face? On purpose? Or spit no. at somebody? Uh, never on purpose. I do remember one time I was in Chicago. You could just stop right there. Night. You could just stop right there. No, 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 because this is a very, very funny but unfortunate story. Uh, late night, partying, pod slam weekend. Uh, Rich had probably within 10 to 15 minute walking distance from his apartment a Raising Cane's. I'd always want to go to Raising Cane's. Why? It's a great chicken finger place. It's like Guthrie's basically. Nobody. It's a no, chain. No one, no one drafted it in the chicken draft. Spoiler alert. That hasn't aired yet. Air it now. <laughs> it's airing soon. Uh, and I was very drunk and very excited. So I went up to the counter to order my food and the girl came up and asked what I, you know, what I would like. And as soon as I open my mouth to give my order, I spit like a full-blown loogie, and it landed directly into her mouth. <laughs> That's disgusting. And she immediately was irate and walked away. And I was like, I am so sorry. Like, I'm very apologetic. I didn't know what to do. She came back like 45 seconds later and just like a trooper took my order and didn't say anything or complain. But at any waking moment, she could have beaten my ass with like a fucking ice scoop <laughs> because I didn't do it on purpose. It just was, I was excited and I wasn't in control of my bodily functions at the time and I spit in her mouth. So, you know, so me and her might have a baby somewhere. Is that how that works? <laughs> what? That's been all for this week's episode. <laughs> Um, that's disgusting. Let's get back to sounds. Cause you were talking about sounds. Uh, I, I don't know how I could even make a list of like the 25 worst things about this movie, but the Foley editing and the way that it sounds definitely has to be at least top 10. This is so, so you know how we, it's the worst Foley edited movie I've ever seen in my life. What, what were we watching where they had to go and do some Foley editing? Um, uh, amazing race. Amazing race. Yeah. This is like, this, this is the, it's kind of like they had this movie as a challenge for the Amazing Race, 
for for these amateurs to do the Foley editing, and they just kept it in. And print is what they said. Yes. Like every punch sounds like somebody opened up a fifty pound bag of mulch. Like it's so loud and so not what actual strikes sound like. Everything's also permanently foggy, so it looks like shit. And that's not just because of the CGI smoke canister that's thrown. So that was the first thing where that I was like, okay. Thing. I'm that like, was... okay, we might be in for some fun here. And that's why I was so flummoxed that there was going to be a, a comment that there was no c- CGI in this movie. I guess we're talking about the fights. The main character, what's his fucking name? I, I'm not sure. They, they did say it. I, did I write it down? Is it just Cho? I fucking... <laughs> it might be. I don't know. How? Um, oh, the main guy is Cabrera. The main uh, villain is Cabrera. There is an Esteban, though. Esteban is... No. Esteban Ho. That's the fat guy that got stabbed. No, no, no. Look, Esteban... it doesn't fucking matter. Esteban... No one's gonna fucking fact check us. There's no IMDB for this movie. Either. I found it. Yeah. Oh, you Yeah, did? I found it. It's there, just so... There's no just... Wikipedia for it. There is no Wikipedia. You are correct. Um, so as one of these drug deals are going down, and I'm, I'm not kidding you folks, we're not trying to make a gimmick here, I couldn't tell you the, the, the plots or why things are happening, I just know drugs between gangs and cartels are in exchange and there's controversy and eventually they all turn on this hitman that they've all yeah. been working with. The guy's name is Esteban Cabrera. Oh, like, okay. He's got well, two go. names, well, Chris. Go. Well, I didn't know, they just call him Cabrera at some point. Uh, the hitman throws like a smoke bomb in the middle of everything, and it's so blatantly CGI'd. Zow. Zow. It makes it makes Sharknado look like Avatar. <laughs> it's so fake. It was so fake, and then th- this movie, like the, some of the scenes were really fake and like misplaced. And I'm not sure how geography works. In this, in general, but specifically in this movie. There's at least two dozen instances where they're at a location and it tells you in the bottom of the screen where they are. Miami, Biscayne Bay. Which you're very familiar with. Miami, which I am very familiar with. I grew up on Biscayne Bay. But there's also like, it's like Sydney Chinatown, but then it also later will say like North Australia, China. And it's like, what is happening? Hong Kong. Then, Hong Kong Bay. Like it's Hong Kong, and then you see something blow up at the at the Sydney Opera House. It's like, what? Or like they're in a boat, and they yeah. get, or they're in a car, and then they're they're in a different continent. When they're on the yacht, I think on two different occasions. At one point, it said like the like the Pacific Ocean, right? Another point, it just said like ocean off this coast, and it's like you couldn't say the name of the end. Say it's something different. It made it sound so ridiculous. Um, there's also like a lot of bad tech in this movie. So Zhao, no, no, sorry. There's some great tech in this movie. Well, go ahead, tell people how great this tech is. The tech is great. This guy put on some sunglasses. This guy has Tony Stark glasses, <laughs> but with 1998 graphics and technology. Yes. That he just randomly pulled out. They seem pretty useful. He uses it like twice. Yeah. 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 Also, he can communicate with what we think are government operatives or police or something. I'm not sure. Who just randomly pop up at one point and we're expected to know who they are. And then I know they they take his uh, his sister who is alive, even though she they gets did? Sh- at the end of the movie. That's who they went. She went with. 
It was those people oh, that we I talked to. Oh. Even though she got shot in the chest. Like at point blank range. Rage is what I feel. <laughs> and Gordon Liu just takes like some tweezers and just <laughs> takes it out of her, in between her titties and she's fine. Um, then there's like, a, so the movie, like they're, we're bouncing all over the place, but it's fine. It's an accurate representation of what blood money is. Uh, then you go to the bar in Miami with Pitbull. Well, so there's a, there's like the initial scene of dialogue where uh, the head of the triads, whatever hoe it is, um, is like talking no, by a flaming not... barrel. He's not a hoe? No, I don't think he's a hoe. Shout out to my favorite basketball player, Ho You Fat over in France. Um, Who's your favorite triad? My favorite triad? Man, uh, you ever heard of the triads? I made up like 20 of them. <laughs> I should just watch Rush Hour 2 again. Um, <laughs> so there's like, a, a line, there's like a scene of dialogue finally where like I was hoping to get some answers and it's just him. Stop picking that thing on your hand. I'm sorry. It's just him saying nothing. And then it goes right into a very obnoxious Pitbull performance that's shot by a seven-year-old because it's just all over the place and you have no idea what's going on, even more so than usual. And then he sits down and talks to these drug runners who I think are trying to convince him because he's himself in the movie. He's Pitbull in the movie. It's not like he's playing a character. He's just Pitbull. They're trying to convince him to get into drugs. He's like, nah, man, I don't, I don't get into that. I'm in that music business. Yeah. And that's it. That's all Pitbull's in the movie for. That's literally it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it boggles my fucking mind. You have no idea what anybody's deal is. There's just this fat random guy. There's the bored white guy who just gets point black shot in the head. It, it, it's, it's so bad. It's so fucking bad. And then he goes to a pool party. That's the first time he throws these nails. I didn't know this was part of this guy's like, legit deal. Me neither. So he has these like nails in his pocket. Like, like how many of them would you say? He kills like seven or eight people. He's with got like nine. This guy kills like 50 people in this movie. And mind you, when he's killing people, they're not already the story. At least on three separate occasions, he's just around either doing drugs or drunk on the street or in a neighborhood and happens to come upon some injustice happening to a woman that he proceeds to then beat down and kill hey, yo, everybody hey, yo. that does that. Shout out to, to Andrea Friedlander. That was not Andrea Friedlander. That was totally Andrea Friedlander. No, it was not. Uh, he does it to like, I mean, he just beats up a bunch of white fuckboy Australian gangs. Because there's the, the, the Adria Freely and a girl who was, like, walking by the oh, club. Oh, it's not her. I'm just trying to explain it to your dumbass brain. Um, then it was later on, the girl... Um, God, I'm going to have a stroke trying to recount this. Can you help me, please? Girl? There's at least three different occasions, because he, he gets, no, like... No, that was the same girl. No, it wasn't. He gets, like, his face sliced up by the one gang, so the one guy who just wouldn't shut the fuck up with, like, the fucking shoulder tattoo that kept, like, talking... He did it out in the back of that one club. And then at one point, did he also just like, like come up on a car and just shoot people? Yeah, yeah. 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 Shot yeah, him in for, the face. Yeah, for fucking, for, for no made, reason. Made him roll down the window and then shot him in the face. And then shot the other guy through the hole he made in the window. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, the, so the Colombian gangs and the Japanese or Chinese triads are, you know, at war. But also you have the Australians who are just like biker dudes. 
Um, they're kind of grimy. We know that because we go to a, a like a titty club, and one <laughs> Australian guy he just sucking on he, some. He's just like he's just he eating just... a titty like a twisty treat. Like nobody you, told him they were making a movie. You can just see like her tit is wet, <laughs> and you just know it's from his mouth. It's disgusting. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is that is that what bars are like in, in so Australia, talk to them, China? China? And then there's a car bombing, which is like the international incident. One trucker, one biker pulls his eye out. <laughs> Not just related. Like, Not and the he puts bomb. it on the titty. Not related to the bombing. <laughs> I, I, wait, I have no idea but wait, let's what go is back going to on Let's go back to Pitbull in the bar in, in Miami. Sure, please. He witnessed all these murders. Because like, the people in that bar got murdered. Guy came in and shot everybody up. No, Pitbull, like, Pitbull left. No, no, he was still there. He witnessed those murders. Still number one recording artist in the world. It thoroughly destroyed the package. 305. Oh, you sure did. Um, so uh, it's at this point where I have to ask: Did you like anything about this movie? Oh, I did not. <laughs> I I don't know why I asked because I did not either. No, I did. I actually liked one thing. What? I liked when Zhao, the main guy, was like, "I have a need for speed." I thought that was a, a nice call out. He doesn't see. Yes, he does. He said, "I have a need for speed." When? Right after the titties. No, he wasn't talking yet. He's yeah. nowhere near close no. to talking. <coughs> he didn't start talking after the, until the rape. No, no, this was after the titties were sucked on in the club, <laughs> and then oh, and then it was the guy who I thought was going to be one of the main antagonists was on the screen for two seconds, Marichano or whatever, and then he got blown up. Like, the guy who came in was like, I want my money. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, and then he just got blown up. Yeah, he just got blown up with like 15 other people. Right. And then, then the guy said, I have a need for speed. And then the customs officer just got killed in the in the container. You never have any idea who to... Like, you've never had I'm any sure. idea who to root for. I wasn't sure who was good and who was bad. You don't know who's in relation to one another. And yeah. honestly, even though we're dealing with, like, Colombians and Asians, I don't even know who was on whose side at some point. Because also you had, like, like vaguely, like, just uh, foreign... Like, there's that one guy who I kept calling Miro. And he just reminded <laughs> me of Rusev. And, like, I didn't know whose side he was on at all. <laughs> like, at any point. It's um, true. But, you, but so the main character, Zhao, the hitman, starts having like, these flashbacks. And obviously, he's been working, like, under, you know, under pressure because his family was killed. And but I didn't even know that. His sister. Well, it, it's, like, it's, like, supposed to be the big reveal, right, at the end of the movie that the, um, the triad guy that's been, you know, giving him all this work is the one that killed his father kidnapped his his sister and he's been having her like as his sex slave or his possession because then there's the other woman the other hoe she is in charge of something and her brother or something the fat guy gets shot no that's a different guy no it's not i'm gonna throw this and break our new tv no so that's a different guy there was another fat guy who he stabbed in the neck. Yeah, that's that guy. No, that was, no, that's a different guy. No, that's her brother. No, it's not. That was a different guy. You're fucking kidding me. I'm not fucking kidding so you. So who's her brother? Her brother was was the one who got shot in the face, in in the mouth, and he had blood everywhere with the glasses. It's a different guy. 
Didn't that get, was the fat guy. No, 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 it wasn't. Didn't get killed in the club, got killed somewhere else. He got killed in the house, and they stole the sister. The guy in the jacuzzi who just looks up and gets his head blown no, off? No, 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 different guy. I'm just trying to name as many people who die in this movie as possible. Different Because they all guy. fucking die. People just dying left and fucking right. Uh, here's how you know a movie has no idea what it's doing. There are at least two moments, perhaps a third I didn't write down, where an action scene happens... Or an action, or like a kick, or a moment happens, and they immediately replay it like it's a sport. I almost threw up. It happens during one of those bad, like yes. gang Australian fights yes. where uh, Zhao hits this pretty unimpressive, like roundhouse kick, and like the back of his leg, like hits the guy's neck and like pulls him down. They replay that immediately. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we doing replays in a movie? Like an inset double feature. And then the other one. Was, uh, what was the other one? Um. Oh, when he breaks the steel thing over his head. Which, again, I thought was just, like, cool character moment. No, it's just something this guy can fucking do that he forced into the movie to make himself seem like a badass. What they should have done it for was the best part of the movie when there's a guy just doing surveillance at one of these houses by the pool, just standing there minding his own business. Zell walks up. <laughs> Sweet Chin musics him Sweet right in the <laughs> chest. And the Foley editing makes it sound like this guy got hit by a fucking cannon at close range. And he falls into the pool. He's just having a smoke break. I bust out laughing and immediately rewound it. But they didn't rewind that. They didn't show me that again. It's in so. the trailer because we watched the trailer afterwards. <laughs> Let's try to get some context. <laughs> fuck me up worse. Still nothing. I have no idea. So... All, speaking of surveillance and tracking, there were so many... This Zhao just kept shooting microscopic trackers. We're not there yet. No, we are. That's already happened. No, I'm not there no, yet. He shot it on... He shot CGI computer chips into a bag of cocaine. <laughs> not that. Then the one that he put on the guy's shoulder. Oh, like the little <laughs> nanotech things. Little fucking, uh, little fucking, what, uh, what am I looking your for? Nanotech. Ant-Man. What am, I, what am I doing? I'm doing a little llama with my hand here. I'm so frustrated. Fucking, what is it? Ant-Man Scott Lang shit. He's just throwing out on the people's cars and clothes. <laughs> but, but then, they were, were they trackers? I, I thought they were going to be bombs. <laughs> and they just were Nothing. They were somehow just nothing. Uh, and then, then the monk cauterizes the girl's chest. Well, no, I think he takes like the bullet out, doesn't he? No, he cauterized it. I don't fucking no. And then, me. then we get so a close goes, up of the main guy. First, he looks like he hasn't slept in like six months. Uh -huh. He looks like he's been through it. And then Swerve, he doing cocaine the whole fucking time. Dude, was, fucking doing cocaine the whole fucking time. That was the other thing I was gonna do. I, was gonna do I know that's what you were gonna do. <laughs> I was too in like in the weeds about trying to. Figure and then this everyone out. is gang raping everyone. There's so well, many gang rapes. So that Australia, like I said, the, the scene in was, Australia or in Hong Kong. I don't fucking know. Everyone, every, all those countries just rape. Uh, allegedly, I don't know. <laughs> um, he keeps looking like the so the the Australian gang who's trying to like assault the woman, the blonde woman. Every time he does something to a man... There that was he's... a blonde woman in this? 
I think she was blonde, maybe dirty blonde, I don't know. Every time like he's attacking one of them <laughs> and she's like scared, like on looking at it, he looks directly at her as he's killing the person. And it's like, that's not gonna help her trauma <laughs> at all. And then he proceeds to then go to the monk's uh temple or whatever the fuck and have the <laughs> wettest <laughs> sex so, I have ever seen in my life. Granted, they 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 were in the shower. Not him and the I monk. didn't even know they were in a shower. Not, I thought it just rained in that no, one spot for 45 not, seconds. Not him and the monk. We have to clar- clarify that. <laughs> it wasn't him and the monk. The monk's house. The monk's temple. At the, the monk's, monk's temple. It was him and, 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 the, and the host sister. No, if it was sister. him and the monk, this movie immediately shots up five points with me. Him and the host sister had sex in the shower. While this is happening, Everyone's the main dying. triad guy is like... Staring at a bare-ass woman laying on a table and, and proceeds yeah. to, you think, stab her in a knife, but instead, instead stabs the crotch of a guy in a picture. And then the monk consumes that was another an open swerve. flame. That was another swerve. That's like five minutes. By the way, this movie was an hour and 50 minutes. This movie just wouldn't end. We had to pause about like an hour in and just get candy to get through it. I brought all of our yeah. Halloween candy over. I was, I was falling asleep. Yeah, and I was like, there's no fucking way in hell you're falling asleep in this movie. Um, he just keeps stumbling into random crimes. Uh, the movie keeps repeating itself. Then, I don't know because of his, his drug-induced stupor, <laughs> or if it was because it was trying to be artsy, but like the movie doesn't repeat itself. It skips around. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, is there something wrong with the DVD? No, it was just something the movie was trying to purposely I, do. I'm not sure why there were so many special effects in this movie. No CGI in the fights, though. And I said, I can't even take semi-coherent notes because nothing in this movie makes any sense. Yeah, no, no. And then I said, Estefan and this main guy fighting have such a chance mock. I don't know what I was talking about. What? My last sentence. Estefan and this main guy fighting have such a trance a march. I don't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> you, I think you died yesterday when you watched this movie. I think so, because then I didn't take any other note. You're in heaven. You got Taylor Swift tickets and... <laughs> and I died watching Blood yep. Money. Uh, Could you imagine if that was the last movie I ever saw? That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'm going to sue Pitbull for killing you. I'm sure he's like a producer or some shit on this. Where are the producers? The producers aren't listed. Oh, here they are. Oh, it's the same guy. Gregory McWalter is the guy who directed this movie, who wrote it. It's obvious that this was a passion project of his. Um, what else has he done? Oh, that's no, no, literally, literally. It. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is the this is the fucking this is the front. This is fucking the absolute front. Neil, Neil Breen's done more than you, man. About halfway through, I was like, "This honestly is worse than a Neil Breen movie." Because a Neil Breen movie, I, I st- we we still don't know if he's in on the joke or not. You know what I mean? But at least it's that bad. You know what I mean? We're like, you could enjoy it for what it is. This. Is just, just, just total garbage. Everyone that's important dies really lame, and everyone you don't care about has like their head fully blown off. Um, and then the big climactic fight between Zhao and like the like I guess the main physical villain, not the main triad guy. Raul. Uh, no, Esteban Cabrera. Yeah. No. Wait, you're saying his name's Raul now? How many names does <laughs> there this guy have? Another guy named Raul. 
Raul was the Miro guy, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. that's right. Yeah, that guy like dies off screen. It's like, why? He's like, like 15 lines. Uh, he just has his throat stepped on. And that's how, the, that's how he fucking dies after this really long fight. For somebody that's the next Bruce Lee. <laughs> Bruce Lee was right. <laughs> Easy. Uh, <laughs> every fight scene is just uncoordinated and bad. The only thing he does well is break a fucking metal thing over his head and throw, and throw these fucking knives. We n- we didn't go into the knife thing. Any no, they were nails. Nails, sorry. So the nails are blatant CGI. There's no way those were real nails, even though apparently he can do this and throw no, them through glass. No, he did, and he threw them through their faces and yeah. killed them in real life. <laughs> <laughs> he throws... Who just walks around with like 30 nails in their pocket? Just ready to throw in people's faces at parties. Construction workers. <laughs> it's a parlor trick. Hey, hey, mullet, show us the one where you can throw the nails bing, into bing, my bing. face. Imagine me doing that at the old cockpit. God, I can think of like six people right now who would have thrown nails through their faces at those parties. Man, why, why is Talking your phone you, on? That's Laguna. <laughs> Hope you enjoy working at fucking Alamo Enter- rental car, you fucker. It's Enterprise? Oh, don't worry. He got fired from there and works at Alamo now. Uh, so, surprise. Uh, the guy killed his family, and that's his sister. And the guy gets killed. And then, like, he has a moment with his sister where, like, he gives her something that she's always supposed to have, and they just, like, separate. And then the whole place blows up when he's leaving, and the movie ends. Like... <laughs> I, I wish I could give you further details and notes on all this, but that's as well of context I can give you as to what's fucking happening this entire time. Right? Like, do you have anything else? I don't. Like, like to give, like, details or, or information as to what happens? No, I mean, I think we covered How How much did this movie cost, do you think? To make? Like, honestly? Or of my life. Like to make, because honestly, like they have a yacht, they have some pretty like wild locations. They're in Miami and that, Australia. That's just, and... that's just Pitbull's house. It did cost a lot, but you know what? I do have a gripe actually. Before we get into it, because they have like all the Miami music and everything, right? And then when they're in Miami, everyone's driving these cars. I've never seen being driven around Miami. Well, you're in Aventura. You're not in like the hot spots of Miami. I'm in the hot spot of Miami. Aventura? You know how rich people are in Aventura? It doesn't mean they drive that stuff. They're driving like nice cars, like like Jaguars and stuff that aren't yeah. like showy cars. They're not driving drug dealer cars. That's I was going to complain about like there's so many news reports on this in this movie. And like they couldn't have gotten a local Miami anchor to, you know, handle it. Yeah. That would have been a tarnish on their reputation, though. They're very well respected. Sure. So, um, what were we talking about? Well, I think we were about to get into performances. Were we? I mean, <laughs> there's so many people to choose from. Let's start with MVP, because I think it's very obvious who the MVP of the movie is. Pitbull. <laughs> it's not Pitbull! In the one scene. <laughs> no way Pitbull. No, because uh, during Pitbull scene... Yo, you know who Which was like five minutes the into the movie? The guy who plays Esteban was a co-producer. Of course he was. That means he just gave and him... this guy. That means he just gave them $50. Uh, 
You know how I know Pitbull's not the MVP of the movie? Hmm. In his one scene, as soon as he started talking, I had to turn on the closed caption. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We were absolutely. like, what the fuck did Pitbull just say? He also was talking in, like, idioms constantly. <laughs> He's like, you know what they say, man? What's good for the goose has got two in the gander. It's like, you didn't even say the phrase they right. They did a lot of idioms in this movie. There was that one idiom was, uh, don't, what was it about the dog? Don't count your chickens before they hatch or else the dog's going to come and piss on it. <laughs> no. Right? That's one? That was not one. Yeah. It was, don't. Don't bite the dog. Don't pee on my leg and tell me that it's just pee, because I know it's just pee. They all used them wrong. They did. did. If you can't bite the dog, don't show your teeth. I have never heard that before. (laughs) So that guy, one guy kept saying, he was saying it, so he said it like twice, and he said it in a, he was so angry when he was saying it. I was like, oh shit, this guy is serious. Don't, don't show your teeth if you're not going to bite that dog. Speaking of bite, I was biting one of the pieces of the DVD box that I'd broken <laughs> off. And I almost broke one of my teeth. And I'd hate to go to the dentist and be like, what happened? Oh, I was biting a DVD. Oh, Blood Money? Yeah, third one this week. <laughs> uh, to me, the MVP of the movie is Gordon Liu. Who's that? Uh, the Monk. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's the only person from this movie that I feel like saves some face because he's still like a legendary figure in his world. I mean, he's great as uh, the leader of the Crazy 88s and also as um, uh, Pai Mei in Kill Bill 1 and 2. And, like, he doesn't do anything egregious in this. He's, like, the guiding light voice, you know, that helps Zhao out, shows him, you know, the steel trick. He has very little to say. Like, he's the only person that was like, okay, you know, like, you got paid. Good for you. Like, I, I literally have nobody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Samantha is just digging into her eye. Who, who'd you say? That's not his name. Gordon Liu, yeah. No, it's Chai Hulu. That's on IMDb. That's his name. On the package and everywhere else that he's referred to, he uses his American-ass name, which is Gordon Liu. Wow. Who passed away, I believe, in 20... 20 or 2021. So. No, he is still alive. So. This guy died, so you're not on the right fucking person. This is. I got it to him from his page. I'm not wrong, and he was in Kill Bill. I'm not wrong. I'm pretty sure Gordon Liu died. Well, I think that you're wrong. Let's see, I told you Gordon Liu's alive. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Oh, I think I'm thinking of Sonny Chiba. You racist son of Yeah, I'm thinking of Sonny Chiba. Who was also in Kill Bill, Patori Hanzo... Go fuck your mama. Gordon Liu, the MVP of Blood Money. LVP. How much time do we have? Man, I want to make everybody the LVP of this movie. The field is <laughs> the LVP of the movie. If you had... Alright, so let's go through the, the main candidates. If you had to pick one, who would your LVP be? I mean, the main guy... Was so bad. The main guy is also who I'm picking. He His, was he was terrible. Yeah, uh, Zhang Lu has none of the charisma or likability of Bruce Lee. He doesn't have any of the moves of Bruce Lee. His faces and his attitude and what little speaking he did. It I couldn't tell if it, so well, bad. So it was dubbed over, but I think he was the one that dubbed himself over. So he sounds like shit. He looks like shit. It's all just shit. 
It was really bad. And that's saying something, considering the guy that plays Cabrera was just stock meathead oh villain. Oh my gosh, he was so bad. 2.3.4.0. Uh, the main triad guy just kept giving these really boring-ass speeches. Ex- exposition, exposition, exposition. And you're not learning anything. No. No, uh, no, the main no. woman, You know Mrs. what I learned o. from what his speech was? What? There was once a dragon... Who guarded a treasure. That's Alan King. <laughs> in front of a cave. Don't, I'll put it on right now. And I'll be in a much better mood. And they fattened him up so much. The the main Mrs. Ho, who had like the wet sex. <laughs> wet sex ho. Wet sex Barry Windham. Um, was very bad because the she first... She was awful. Oh my God, first, when her brother died? Oh yeah, when her brother died, she acted like she stubbed her toe. <laughs> um, also, no when she when you first meet her and the other two guys... Are like, you know, talking about how a woman's only good for sex, or whatever, and like, does she want any? She's like, oh, I haven't had sex in three months, and just thinking about it makes me so excited, and you know, it's like all like a ruse, and it just ruins the moment because her delivery was so fucking shitty with it. Um, Pitbull would be on my list too. I mean, Pitbull was largely unintelligible in what he was doing, but no, it's it's Zhang Lu. I mean. If you were to get somebody that is an actual diamond in the rough, in terms of like a Tony Jaw or a Jet Li, who has some legitimate charisma and impressive skills, then even a movie this bad, I may give a couple extra bonus points to because of how good that guy could be. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this movie rests on that character being, you know, enigmatic. And and exciting in all his flaws and I agree. faults. I agree. And this guy is the exact opposite of it. Um, but by the way, on the box, on the on the cover, you don't see his horrific whole back dragon tattoo until he takes his shirt off during the final scene. They, they didn't put the right tattoo on, like that wasn't the tattoo, right? That looks fake. Yeah, I don't think that's the right tattoo. But no. <laughs> So, so Chris, it's concerning to me that you're confusing the brother and then the other, the other boss. Don't try to fix this. So, you know, when, when Triad Guy is saying that he needs them to smuggle, it was like an Italian almost, with the little sunglasses and the hat, fat guy, saying... Yeah. Why would I risk it? Yeah, that's the guy who got stabbed in the throat. Right. Different from the brother. Right, so explain what the brother He was did. on the couch talking not to not to him, not to try a guy, but to, to Nero. Nero. <laughs> Miro. Nero uh, <laughs> Eric Bana in Star Trek? Hi, triad guy. I'm Nero. Out of all the impressions that you do for this show. Eric Bana's bad delivery of Star Trek is my best? Yes. Cool. <laughs> uh, Miro guy was talking to who on the couch? After we fir- after Wet Sex Ho's speech about not having sex for three months. Yeah. And then he's there like... There was like the greasy Fabio looking guy with the that's bun. That's the brother! That was the brother? I thought that was the guy that tried to rape her later. That was the greasier guy who got shot in the dick. Yes. Oh, I'm still not 100% certain of what we're talking about. (laughs) 
Uh, it was so bad and confusing. Yeah, I mean, score, it's a one. It's a one. It's a one. It's a one with a bullet. It's with a lot of bullets. It makes no, no fucking... No, not a bullet. With, with a... With a nail. nail. <laughs> a steel beam over the head. Look, the fact that I wrote a note that said, such a tranche and march... It tells you all you need to know. That's how terrible the I movie forgive was. Donald Trump for Kafefe because he probably was watching Blood Money when he wrote it. I forgive <laughs> John. Just... I forgive John Travolta for saying Adele Nazim because Samantha's got her own. <laughs> can you just right now text me that phrase so I can put it in the description of the episode? Of, just listen to us talk about a movie so bad. Samantha wrote this. And we have no idea what it means. Whew. This lived up to the hype and the weight. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Because this could have been like, a, oh man, you know, some good action scenes and kind of boring, you know, four. You know, like, it's not a good movie. I'll never watch it again. Like, I will never forget watching this last night. I, we just I openly I... started Mystery Science Theatering it at one we point. We did, we did. And we should have recorded it because... We, no. we don't, and we try really hard not to make comments or talk to each other during We instantly movies. recognize that this is just total garbage. But here's the thing. It was so bad that like 50 minutes in, I just, it wasn't funny to even make fun of it anymore. We were just sitting here in stupid like we silence, were just, like, just a, flabbergasted. A yeah, we were just aghast at, at how terrible it was. And we just were going back and forth and like, Honestly, trying to figure out what was going on. It was it was just not a great experience. It wasn't fun. It's, no. This is the closest on this podcast I've been to turning the movie off before finishing it. I honestly think. And we, and, Between this and Scrawl, it was really close. But like... Yeah, but I mean... My time close. is valuable. And I could have done this episode without having finished this movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it would have been totally fine. Um, all right, so this was, uh, we're finally caught up on our random selection, besides the fact that we drew Scorsese shorts, which we're not going to do for the, the main feed, because there's not, it's not like a feature-length, you know, film. So, this is our first time doing a random draw oh. off of the list. Is everything co- correctly alphabetized from what I added? I At the bottom. really hope that everything is added. It's just I didn't finish getting to sort through the series yet. Which is fine. So what is our... No, it's not properly alphabetized. Which is fine. Just leave it. Just no, I'll, I'll alphabetize it. If you can alphabetize real quick. What is, the fi- what is the bottom number there? So I can pull our random number generator. One moment, please. So uh, we... Oh, have... but this also has the movies that we've watched. Which we already so said is fine for right now. If we, if we pull a movie that we've watched, we're just going to go to the one before it and the one below it and we get to pick. That's right. That's what yeah. we said. So what is uh, what is our... our 1892. 1892. One in 1892 is our number generator. We have... Oh, number 18. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Makes it easy. Number 18. Well, no, no. I got to go all the way up to the top of this list. Hold on. Number... Could it be an A? 18. It's not an A. It's a number. Oh. Because this... Oh, right. You did it by number. numbers. Yeah. What is no, it? What I did it by numbers. That's how the proper mm-hmm. alphabet... 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh. Which I believe would be the Disney 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I don't know which version it is. I mean, I think it's the only version that ever made it to theaters. <laughs> uh, we're not watching until January because we have our schedule fully uh, committed to 
through the holiday season. Well, we're going to watch 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea now. All right. In, uh, in January. In January. That's so good. anticlimactic. Why? I don't know. I mean, it's a movie that we're going to watch. <laughs> it's, it's a process. Sure. Um, cool. Well, I'm, I'm blown up. Should I delete this Blood Money movie from the list now? Well, no, you can't delete it because we still have the the ratings on it. No, but I have two spreadsheets. Oh, yeah. If, if it, yeah, if you delete it from the match list, that's fine. As long as you still have the ratings and everything, that, that's okay. Because we're I'm, I'm not even going to put this out to, to get rid of or sell. This is going straight in the trash. Well, you can't get rid of or sell it now anyway. What did you do to the box? This is what I did to the box. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you should take a picture and make that like the cover. Yeah, I might because I don't even know if I found a, a poster that I can use for it. Let's do that. There we go. Perfect. Great. Wonderful. Um, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows, like The Blank Slate, where Samantha and I have been on the past uh, couple months, and we will be on this month for the aforementioned Chicken Draft. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content from the show and the others in our network. Facebook.com slash Married with Movies at Mary W. Movies on Twitter. Married Movies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. If I didn't mention it before, make sure you are rating and reviewing uh, the show and subscribing wherever you get your podcast. For me, I have Small 30 at Instagram. For you, at Jam with your Sam. Also for me, arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary this week. Hopefully, I get around to typing. Because uh, I would have done it today, but I was busy sitting in a virtual queue for Taylor Swift for five hours. Um, King of the Ring, 1997. The launching point of Triple H as a main event star. And, yeah. That's all I got. Smith is hard at work on uh, updating our list. I am. She couldn't have waited to do this until we were done. Nope. Why would I? Because now there's going to be awkward clicking in the back. Well, it's better I just, than I just shit now. all over this movie for its sound quality and its, its production value. Yeah, and this and is still you, better. It's true. Okay. <laughs> it's very true. Still better. Um, for Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movie that just broke this and it almost hurt my finger. <laughs>